thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 68 Thus his cheek the map of days outworn, when beauty lived and dies as flowers do now, before the bastard signs of fair were born, or durst inhabit on the living brow. Before the golden tresses of the dead, the rite of sepultures were shorn away, to live a second life on second head, ere beauty's dead fleece made another gay. In him those holy antique hours are seen, without all ornament, itself and true, making no summer of, of another's green, robbing no old to dress his beauty new, and him as for a map doth nature store, to show false art what beauty was of yore. That was Sonnet 68 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chastley, and I am joined by the smirking... Thierry Hillis. Why were you smirking over there? You're plotting and scheming, aren't you? That's what it is. I'm just trying to keep my hands warm. It's slightly cold in here. See, you should turn the heat on. Bloody students can't afford heat. summer. There's no... I'm not a student. You, You live like a student. Something like that, anyway. Just, just, just constantly drinking alcohol and lying in bed and not doing anything. He's doing this recording from bed. Can you believe that? I, I am half naked <laughs> from, from the waist down. That's, that's strangely erotic, actually. <sighs> this recording is brought to you by Marks and Spencer's underwear. <laughs> that is the best. When you think about which half should be undressed the most sexy is the bottom half undressed and top half still dressed that is surely more sexy than the other way around which is the traditional way it's shown on tv do you not think or is that just yeah. me well sometimes you get it you you have the girl wandering around in the guy's t-shirt oh, and true. just the guy's t-shirt but then it covers the t-shirt is always just long enough yes to cover the important bits <laughs> those men need to start wearing shorter t-shirts obviously <laughs> that's that's, that's what needs to happen. I only ever buy short t-shirts for that very reason. <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case. Do you often have women in your flat wandering around in your t-shirt? Oh, I'm, I'm a male slut, Mark. I just, just, I think there's still one in there now. Excellent. Just asleep. Knackered and yeah, asleep. Yeah, just more, more passed out than asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that just gave it a whole really quite disturbing image. Anyway, Sonnet 68. It's always good to have those little introductions to the sonnets that have no relevance yeah. at all. Uh, what do you think of this one? It's got some good words in it. It it does. It does have that. Oh, however you pronounce that in sepulture. English, sepulchre, which is like a tomb. Just... Is what we've decided. So the right of well, that's that's what the dictionary has told us. Yes. Before the golden tresses of the dead, the right of sepulchres were shorn away to live a second life on a second head, uh, and and it doesn't mean the computer game Second Life. Just, just That's, to clear that up. Does that still exist? It does still exist. I know someone who makes a living from it still. Wow. Making making um, clothes for it. People pay to buy the clothes that this person designs. I, I wouldn't have thought that Second Live is actually still a thing. I never used it. Never ever used it. I, I never. I just... Even at the time, it just seemed stupid. I like didn't didn't I some companies like IBM and, and Intel pay huge amounts of money for land to have virtual? Yeah, I think so. They they bought yeah they had their own shops in game and then just built a building. And it's like if you're in Second Life, a place that isn't restricted by 
gravity and structural integrity and, and in fact, things being connected in the way we're used to. Why would your building just be a cube? I have... Because they're mathematicians and not designers. Yeah, I suppose. I would just love some amazing 3D Escher-type building. It would be an M. Like, like maybe... It, it coming down to a pinnacle, the doorway where you walk in at the bottom is the narrowest point of the building, and it just goes out massive. It would be amazing. What, like a pyramid upside down? Yeah, but with more artistic flair. An Intel chip on its side, on the diamond. It would be awesome. Why didn't they do that? Maybe they did. I didn't really pay that much attention at the time. It's just, just some guy at IBM going, we put so much effort into this. <laughs> How could you? Oh, it was all rendered on an Intel chips. You have no idea how long that took and how many were burnt out. Oh, bless them. God, yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time, in, especially in technology. Blimey. Um, but yes, this is, it's, a, it's a nice it's a nice song. It's got some other words. It's got bastard in it, or bastard, depending on which part of the UK you're from. Don't know how the Americans pronounce that I, word. I, th- I think uh, we'll, we'll pronounce it bastard. Bastard, yes. Just, just. I agree. The, the way David Cameron would pronounce it. <laughs> That's how the political parties should be divided in this country on who, which way you say bastard. Labour. Yes. That, that could bastard. be quite interesting. Yeah. Just someone coming from the north and just, just shouting at them. Yeah, and then going, oh, oh, bastard was the swear word I was supposed to use. <laughs> oh, you, you meant bastard, did you? Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. I couldn't understand your northern accent. Ah, there must be all that time down in the mines. I couldn't, couldn't understand. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> just all the dust on your vocal cords. <laughs> ah, just, but I, I, I have to say, I'm not quite sure what this sonnet's about. That, that's where I'm left with this one. It just. It it feels like it has the same sort of tone than the last one to me, but it, maybe slightly darker because he does bring in Daff here. Yes, but do you think it has a point, or do you think maybe this is like a bridging sonnet between the last one and maybe the next one, or maybe a, a, another theme starting to emerge? It does. To me, it doesn't feel like there's a point to this sonnet in and of itself. It it feels like he's still trying to. <sighs> To just speak speak up against cosmetics, yeah. But just, just yeah. The 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 beginning of it, I love the uh, thus in his cheek the de- the map of days outworn when beauty lived and died as flowers do now. I mean that's lovely, the, the, suggesting that that beauty no longer lives and dies, that beauty is eternal because of the fair youth. Just the, the implication of that one line is, is quite deep, that the fair youth is eternal and therefore beauty no longer lives or dies because the fair youth passes that beauty on. We've had that, that was the very early sonnets in the in the sort of the ones, twos and the, the teens was the idea that the, the fair youth has to procreate to pass the beauty on. So no longer does live beauty live and die. I think that's just lovely. Um, but the rest of it is, is just so... I could have yawned. That's very rude. Very is it sorry. the fair youth that's getting old, or is it other people? And the fair youth is just—I just, mean, uh, people around him are getting old, and they're trying to look young. Ooh, and and he is still the. Where are you reading that? The Where's... young ideal. I just. 
I don't know. It's just a thought that I, I don't think there's a specific line that. Uh... It's possible. But I, I, I can't. From reading it, I'm not quite sure whether he is talking about the youth being the one growing old or the people around the youth becoming old. I, I don't know. That I I couldn't answer that either way. I have to say this is where I my my analytical brain is failing me. I I can literally I can't decode if that's the right word. This sonnet I don't understand what it's about. It's it's, it's mainly the third stanza in him. Those holy antique hours are seen without all ornament itself and true, making no summer of another's green, robbing no old to dress his beauty new. Where I'm going is he. Is it the, the, the fair use? Is him? Uh, I never, the him is referring to whatever the subject is of the sentence before, because there's a colon. So, air beauty's dead fleece made another gay. So, beauty. In him, these holy antique hours are seen, without all ornament itself and true, making no summer of another's green. Robbing no old to dress his beauty new. And him as for a map of nature's store to show false art what beauty was of yore. I, 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 this is actually probably the first <clears throat> sonnet I cannot get a grip on at all. Which isn't bad, seeing we're on 68. But, but I, I feel I'm letting yeah. all the listeners down. I'm very sorry um, if you're listening. I don't mean to let you down. I mean, I'm pretty sure the false art is the one that we had in the sonnet before, painting your face, kind of. Um, as in, to show false art what beauty was of yore, the, the, the trying to look young by okay. painting your cheeks rosy. and. So you're, you're making yourself look younger, essentially, because you, you're, yeah. you're showing yourself yeah. what you used to look like. You, you, you're faking your youth. Yeah. Or the, 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 you're trying to get back the beauty that you had. I, but I I don't quite... I mean, he never really made an allusion to the fact that the fair youth is getting old. Well, he, he did say, you are running out of time, you are beautiful now. Yes. But but he's never really talked about him being old now. And this would be a very odd way to start. Because in this one, he if if this is about the fair youth, then... He is already old. It's too late. Yes. I. I. Yeah. That makes that makes which, some which, sense. Which I, I th- makes me think that is about other people. I've managed to dig out a modern text version of the sonnet. If you're if you're interested, go for it. Um, Can only help. This is from Sparknotes, um, which used to be a highly illegal website when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember Spark being very very bad but um uh, so his face is the incarnation of how things were in the old days when beautiful people lived and died as commonly as flowers before they obviously it's not a poem this is, this is if you're expecting <laughs> there to be a meter a, there yeah. isn't gonna be one uh, before these illegitimate signs of beauty were created or anyone dared to put them on the living human being that was before the golden locks of corpses which belonging greys were cut off and made to live a second life on a second person's head it was before the hair of a beautiful corpse served to make another person happy. You can see the old-fashioned, youthful beauty in his face. No wig to ornament it. The real thing in all its honesty. Not borrowing someone else's youth 
nor stealing from the old to look new again. Nature preserves him as a map to show cosmetics what beauty used to be. Yes, yeah, so so. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's saying that that yeah the fair back with back if that's correct that the fair youth is eternal. His beauty is eternal, and he is being pointed to as an example of this is what you're trying to get to. You're you're stealing from the old and you're stealing from the dead. The dead being people and flowers and and whatever things are made into cosmetics to try and look young. But all you're doing is being a pale imitation of the fair youth of him, which, which is the same theme as the previous sonnet. Yes. You're just trying to get somewhere with false art that you you can't ever get to. That's uh, see, I would never have. I, I suppose maybe maybe with more time, I would I've dragged that from it. I, probably no, probably not. I mean, it does make sense. It does for these bastard signs of fear were born or dust inhabit on a living brow. Yeah, before the golden. I, I didn't know about. I mean, I wouldn't have got got the one with them. Cutting off the locks. I did. That's. I would never have guessed that from from this sonnet. It makes sense now that I know Just that meaning's I, I, there. But yeah, before the golden. Tra- yeah, but I I didn't know that's that that was an actual thing. Yeah. So I I would never have. I I would have maybe, eventually understood that's what he's saying, as in, the, the words. But I wouldn't have the concept would just. Yeah, I I I guess in my head, they would have had wig makers back then. It just. It doesn't occur to you that someone's job in this world is making wigs. I think that's that's. Well, yeah, but today if we make wigs, then you can have wigs from human hair. But it's quite rare. I but think quite rare. It, it, yeah, it, I know one of my friends donated his. He, he had really really long hair, and he donated that to a. Oh, I can't remember. The, there's a foundation that does um, wigs from human hair for uh, children with cancer. Oh, that's awesome. So, so that so that does exist, but usually when you go and buy a wig, it you, it tends to be artificial. Yeah, mainly because it's also easier to maintain. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, you could you could you could get a wig and scotch guard it, then it'd be easy to maintain yeah. with human hair. But then it's not really human hair anymore. It wouldn't feel like yeah. human hair. And weird. Does that mean you can get animal hair wigs? Could you get like? I don't. I've I've never actually. I want a wig made from the mane of a lion. I. That's. I. I know a guy who knows a guy, Mark. Excellent. I. I'll. I'll have that. I shall name the lion <laughs> Samson, and then I shall wear its hair. Maybe that's what Delilah that's, that's... was really trying to do. She. She wanted the <laughs> hair for herself. She wanted a wig of Samson's hair. That kind of changes the story. <laughs> it, it might do. And then she she put it on and went, I will lift that car for you and save the trapped child. And then she couldn't do it. And she was ashamed. Uh, and she learned her lesson. But none of that got transcribed into the Bible because she was a woman. And we don't we don't have moral stories involving women in the Bible. Well, not many. Unless it's the woman that gets stoned. Well, yes. The, or the, raped. Then we have moral stories. Or raped and then stoned. Or raped and then married. Yeah. Whichever, which, whichever way. It doesn't really matter which way round. In the- there are actually specific rules whether she gets stoned or married if she gets raped. It just if it's in what was it? I can't remember them all. It's, if it's in a city and she's promised to another man stoned, and they get raped, yeah, they both get stoned. Or she, yeah, they both get stoned. Yes, because the if, if she's it's a, pro- in a city and she's not promised to another man, 
She gets stoned. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. And if it's outside a city, and she's promised to another man, and she gets stoned. And if it's outside a city and she's not promised to another man, then he must marry her and pay her father six sheep or something like that <laughs> six sheep it just there's, there's 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 very i think it's is it leviticus 20 yeah. something 23 24 leviticus has a lot it's of very people. very specific rules what happens depending on where the rape occurs and and whether she was already promised to be with it just it rules from two i mean i guess two thousand years ago they, they they that's how society worked but yeah women weren't, but weren't just just they weren't people they were they were baby making machines and property pr- pr- pretty much they were property which is sad and and very nasty if you ask me there's a interestingly there's um a book by robert llewellyn who who people might know as Crichton for red dwarf um he's also a writer and he's uh, writing a book at the moment which you can you can fund on unbound um if you go to unbound it's like indiegogo or kickstarter but for books it's very cool um and and he's reached his target, but I mean you can still support him and then get the book. Um, and and it's set in a future where women have taken control, where women control every aspect of society. It's just a matriarchal society. Yeah, yeah. and it, it looks and it sounds to be quite interesting, and quite good. I, I'm quite looking forward to it myself. I don't. Every time I hear that argument, the world would be a better place if women ruled it. I just go. Angela Merkel. Yeah. I think she 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 was she wanted Germany to go into Iraq, and the male chancellor at the uh, chancellor at the time stopped her, and then he said no, and then her argument was you can't stop or overthrow a dictatorship without violence. It's like you grew up in East Germany, mm-hmm. you, you had the you you you've lived through the fall of the Berlin Wall without violence. And now that your chancellor, you're saying we need to go to war to to stop this evil man. So just just because you're or, or Thatcher, mm. I mean, to, just to I take an example closer to home. It just just because it's a woman doesn't mean that it would be a fairer society. Yes, I, and I haven't read the book. Um, I, I will do when it comes out. I haven't got any particular uh, in, in terms of I'm not in. I've I've supported the idea, but I have no like shares in it. But I I honestly. From what I know of, of Robert Llewellyn, I don't think he's going to paint it all as roses and flowers as and happiness. Roses and, yeah. Um, well, no, that's not. I'm just saying. Usually, when that argument pops up, and just like, oh, women should rule the world, you just go. Mm. Yeah. There was a sliders no, episode. No, what, 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 what we need is yeah, yeah. Oh, I miss sliders. <laughs> what is it? Such a random show, but just, and it had the great yeah. line of women's women's emotional cycles are monthly, but men have an emotional cycle every twelve seconds. We can't possibly <laughs> let them run the world. Which is interesting. It's, yeah. If that's true, that's awesome. That men have a monthly cycle, essentially, of twelve seconds. That would be. That's just. I hate you. I love you. You're wonder. You're my best friend. I want chocolate. No, mustn't eat. I love you. I hate you. I want chocolate. I don't want to eat. I love you. Well, isn't that, that 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 stupid? Is it men think about sex every <laughs> every six seconds or something like that? Six six seconds. Which which means I uh. 
well, both of us have gone quite often from being horny to just going, we need to talk about Shakespeare in the last hour. Yeah, well, obviously, before we record this podcast, to to make it safe for our listeners, we have an extended period of thinking just about sex so that we use yeah, up our sex yeah, quota. Just, just wildly masturbating and then we can go... That's that's the pressure off now. We can record. That's, that's us done for the afternoon, and then we do the podcast. And yeah, that's how all male podcasters just... and presenters on TV work. That's why they they have the green room. Isn't about relaxing. It's about getting sexual thoughts out of the way. <laughs> I don't know. I have never gone to watch Newsnight or um. <laughs> what's the other one called? The pan the, the where they have the panel. Question time. Them. BBC Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. I'm never going to watch Question Time the same way again. Oh no. Or Eggheads. <laughs> We can't, we can't, no recordings going over. We didn't give them enough sex time at the beginning. And it and just, oh, it changes. They answer a question perfectly normally. And then six seconds later, it's just anarchy. Just, just, yeah, just Jeremy Wine, just, just <laughs> going at it like a rabbit. Just disgusting. It's dis- males are disgusting. Would you like to read us out? <laughs> no, I think that's, that's, that's the only way we can get out of it yeah, now. Yeah, there's, there's no way back. But it was a good discussion. Thank you. <laughs> Sonnet 68. Thus is his cheek the map of days outworn, when beauty lived and died as flowers do now, before these bastard signs of fair were born, or durst inhabit on the living brow. Before the golden tresses of the dead, the rite of sepulchres were shorn away to live a second life on second head. Ere beauty's dead fleece made another gay, in him those holy antique hours are seen, without all ornament, itself and true making no summer of another screen, robbing no old to dress his beauty new. And him, as for a map doth nature store, to show false art what beauty was of yore. That was absolutely awesome. Well done, Mr. Uh, Mr. Thierry. I should, I should give you your full name, Mr. Thierry. Um, that's, that's, that's my actual name, just Mr. Thierry. That's what it says on my ID. I had to be careful then, because <laughs> I freaked myself out, because my... my pet name i hate that phrase for my other half is mister don't just call him mister um and, and then calling you mister my brain went no that's wrong don't do that <laughs> oh um so yeah it's okay honey oh, thank you thank you <laughs> uh that was sonnet 68 of shakespeare's sonnets my brain is not working um i've been mark chastley and you can follow me on twitter at nufkin or at in ear ent which is in ears uh twitter thingy majiggy and I've been Terry Hillis, and you can follow me on at Sound of Oh do do at there's a word missing. There's a yeah, word yeah. missing. You can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And he's very worth following, he's very interesting. Um we shall see you next time for Sonnet sixty nine. Bye bye. bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an In-Ear Entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about In-Ear Entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.